Da, da. Wait, how does our theme song go? Oh God, don't ask that question to me. Could you imagine going a hundred years without peeing on somebody? This is so hard for me not to say. He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> and Finn's got a butthole. Okay. He's got a butthole hovering over them. There's only one way to defeat the beast from inside. It's true. <laughs> Through the butthole. Through the butthole. Hi, I'm Amiya. <laughs> Hi, I'm Melissa. Welcome, Welcome to, to Click and the- Flick. Well, that's a and flick, where we talk about video games and movies. Yeah. And it's the best. <laughs> we talk about the best, the worst, and the most medium video games and movies out yes. there. Yes. And we give them a rating at the end based on <laughs> just our own uh, emotions and and opinions. And opinions, and if we're mm-hmm. in a good mood that day or not. <laughs> <laughs> How it made us so really, inside. you know, they're just <laughs> ratings that are kind of random numbers thrown out there sometimes, you know? Exactly. So today, <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys yes. enjoy. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you like what you hear. And follow. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And you can always give us recommendations or feedback via email. That's clickandflickpodcast at gmail.com. Hi. That's right. So hit us up, guys. We'd love to hear from you. (laughs) Ka-chow. Ka-chow. All right. And this week we're going to start off with the flick. With our flick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this week's flick is oh i didn't look up the year it came out oh 2008 2008 <laughs> hit cl- cult classic that took the world by storm twilight <laughs> i feel like i don't want to take it seriously but i want to like i want to be on that side of history you know what I mean? it's not fair because it's like they didn't even take it that seriously making the movie so do we have to take it seriously, like, talking about it? <laughs> oh, you're so right. Anyway. The first thing I want to say is the part where Bella is in the diner and she takes the ketchup bottle and literally goes like this and no ketchup comes out. It's a squeeze bottle and she just goes like this and then puts it back down and starts eating her fries. That's just... Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's boy. just the kind of movie it is. I think you know. That's just like I, the I think they had a purpose. Detail. Yeah, they they had a purpose and direction that mm-hmm. they were trying to mark, definitely, <laughs> and that was their goal. Right, nailed it. That was their bar, and they <laughs> excelled. I would say yes. <laughs> so Bella, from the beginning, Bella is a typical girl who's not like other girls um from phoenix Mm -hmm. who moves to forks washington 
where she hates everything about it because it's wet and cold and she hates everything cold. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I thought the beginning of the movie was beautifully shot, by the way. I think they it captured... Is. I thought it was going to be great watching the beginning scenes. I was like, yes, they're going to do such a good job. <laughs> did you see this movie when it came out in theaters? Mm-hmm. I did. Did okay. you read the books before? That. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually read, read New books. Moon before Twilight. You read the but book anyway. New Moon before you read Twilight? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So I have to ask then, do you... Are you more Team Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't... I Honestly, I couldn't choose. I liked them both when I read uh-huh. the books. Uh-huh. But I was so team, like, Emmett and Carlisle, it was not even funny. <laughs> now, now, present day 2021, I am a Charlie girl. But Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, who are you? Because mama needs a daddy, right? Mama needs a daddy. <laughs> um, so Bella's the new girl in town, and she's, like, new at school. She meets, like, the new, this guy who's, like, the, um, uh, like school newspaper um oh yeah he's like talk he's like one of the first people she meets and what's like (laughs) if you don't Mm. know that like this like bella is just like a total like self-insert character for stephanie myers where it's like (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) she's just like wow i'm not like other girls like (laughs) She's like, oh, no, I'm a quiet girl. Like, Bella is the embodiment yes. of that Ben Shapiro meme where he's like, when I would go to parties in college, I would bring a book because if people were boring, I would just sit and read. Like, Bella literally several times in the movie is like, oh, you guys are boring. I'd rather read and, like, go to a mm. bookstore or, like, go. It's like reading a book in front of her friends. Yep. Yep. Like, <laughs> 100%. Oh, you normal people are so boring. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer! Come on! (laughs) So Bella's all, no, please. I'm just, I'm the quiet girl. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make a big scene. And the guy's like, oh, well, then I guess we're not going to put you on the front page cover. And she's like, oh my god, no, the front page, please don't. You would never. Like, no, they wouldn't. You think you're that important? (laughs) What, What school, like... Makes a front page story of a, every new kid that shows up in March. She gets Appa- there in the middle of March. March. The school year ends in May. Apparently, Forks High School, but here we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. so by the way, remember, she's there in the middle of March. She gets there. So this yes, whole love story, this whole sp- movie is over the span of two and a half months. I didn't realize that. Wow. Because it mean, ends at prom, which is, like, end of true. May, right? That's true. Is it end of May or, like, Jesus. middle of May? Probably, like, middle of May. Proms because are, like, end of May, right? Middle? Yeah. Middle uh, I guess it depends, depends. on the school district. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, May-ish is when yeah. prom usually is. So we know that, like, she hasn't... Like, it's only two months that she's there right. this whole time. But anyways. So we she's, like... I'm quiet and I like to read and I'm really clumsy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, the clumsiness is so overplayed. Like freaking mm. every girl 
that's like the ingenue, the like romantic interest is like, oh my god, I'm so clumsy. <laughs> what's I mean, I don't know what's worse is that it's like not it's not portrayed that way, but it's it's that awkward sense of like, oh, I just tripped. Oh god. Right. Uh, well, I'm like doing a, part, a bunch of weird we'll things. We'll get with to it. it, but there's a part where she trips that Edward gets like really mad at her for tripping. <laughs> I'm like, boy, you tripping. I'm boy, you tripping. <laughs> so she's at school. And she's talking with some other girls, um, and they're, like, telling her about the Cullens as they walk in. And she's mm. like, oh, <laughs> they're this family. <laughs> this is, like, out of – this is so crazy to even have this thought, right, of this, like, family where the adopted siblings are dating each other. What kind of – but you're my stepsister, like, porn is Stephanie Meyer watching to, like, have <laughs> – these thoughts like they're not actually brother and sister <laughs> but right. they all walk in and it's like that's emma and rosalie they're together that's alice and jasper they're together they're together <laughs> i don't know and the, the school and everyone in in the town is just like yep it's like a small town <laughs> right right they're probably not asking questions because it is right. that small town. Like, they're probably right. all talking about it, but they're not s saying anything. Right, for sure. But it, the fact that they all also, like, love them just shows how powerful these their powers are to draw people in. Because even with how weird they are and how much people talk shit about them, at the same time, they're like, oh, wow, the Collins. They're so adored. Yeah. Yeah, but they definitely are, like... It's weird to, like, date your siblings, so I don't know why that was, like, what they decided to be their alias. <laughs> I, You know what? It's it's hilarious because... They couldn't pretend to be... Sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. Um, just because it's not something that I took into consideration. While reading the book, seeing the movie, different. Like, different vibe, 100%. <laughs> Because it's like visual, it's oh, like right there in yeah, front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyway, keep um, keep going. I was gonna say, shoot, what was I gonna say? Um, uh, dating yourself. Oh, but like, who thinks of that idea? Like, oh, this is the perfect plan for us to stay hidden for hundreds of years. You guys will pretend to be in high school the whole time and be dating each other. That won't raise any questions. <laughs> like, no. no, they're all. Old enough to, at least you could be like, oh, Edward is still in high school. He's a senior. Right. These ones graduated and these are our adult children and their spouses right. from another family. They're not right. siblings. <laughs> right. I agree. <laughs> Isn't Bella Jr. in this book? Um, I think she is. And then in she New must Moon, she be because I guess she's. I guess then, yes, because it's the next book. She's still in high school, so she must be a junior. Okay. Um, still, I guess she's regardless. like 16. I thought she was 17, but maybe she's like 16, which is even yikes. Or anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As we go on. But <laughs> so they meet the Cullens, this amazing family. <laughs> um, and she ends up having to sit next to Edward in biology class where the whole time 
he is like staring at her like death stare because she's too distracting for him to be educated. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we have girls, just we have leads. <laughs> girls, just know your power, okay? You can't be distracting men. They can't help it. That's <laughs> this goals. clearly illustrates it with Edward's just primal animalistic draw Instinct, to yeah. Bella's scent. <laughs> He only wants one thing. Her blood. <gasps> and one thing only. <laughs> Just God. that whole scene is like... <laughs> <laughs> this whole this whole movie. Anyways. I know. Edward is not... Anyways, let me keep going. So, after... After he, that whole debacle where he, like, refuses to... Um, look away from her from during class and he's like really freaking her out and stuff for good reason because he's mm-hmm. staring at her and she's like dude what the hell yeah he like tries to change classes and <laughs> she catches him <laughs> in the office trying to get transferred to a different class but then he just disappears from school for like completely for a couple weeks or something mm-hmm. so she gets there at the end of march and then he's gone for two weeks so then now it's the beginning of april so let's just keep a timeline of their relationship. Like, let's just remember this, okay? Fair. So Good. I'm he, glad you're bringing that as a point, because, again. <laughs> he meets her at the end. So now it's the beginning of April. They have had one exchange where he stared at her <laughs> like a creep. Mm-hmm. And he now starts, like, interrogating her about, like, anything and everything. And she's just like, oh, wow, he's so... He's so handsome. I'm going to tell him everything. So dreamy. Mm-hmm. So dreamy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Um, Mind you, that whole exchange is painful to watch. It's yeah. horrid. Yeah. I, mm. the, so much of it, not only because on already is the dialogue like super awkward in this movie on its own. Mm-hmm. Then the whole like very I don't know Edward's supposed to be a hundred years old he is mm-hmm. so immature <laughs> like mm-hmm. what what kind of a hundred year old man makes a 17 year old responsible for his emotions but that's later on I mean so. no, I'm not trying I'm not gonna okay a 16 a 16 year old child I'm sorry <laughs> no a hundred year old man who's falling in love with a 16 year old child oh there you go yeah um, she's. I just read Midnight Sun, like a couple months ago, and the reason he is so immature is because he had human blood from that. Like, se- I mean, he mentions it like later on, but uh-huh. like he had human blood for a section of his like newborn life when he was first turned into a vampire. So, spoilers. And um, we're getting deep into the Twilight lore now. We're <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I gotta hit it. You know what I mean. I gotta yeah. at least like. I I I don't know any of this. So go ahead. I'm supposed to be the expert. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I haven't read Midnight Sun, so <laughs> I stopped after the short second life of Brie Tanner. <laughs> oh, oh, fair. Oh my god, <laughs> fair. Um, but yeah, he's he's just like so. 
immature because he had human blood. Because he still has human blood. He well, he he had the taste of it. <laughs> Wait back earlier. Oh, because oh, he ate humans. <laughs> yes, yes. Because he, he ate human blood. But like that, it's not an excuse. That's I'm just not. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That's still not an excuse for his, like, no. manipulative behavior. I feel no, like that no, is... That's him being immature in a vampire sense, but he's also immature in, like, a man sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has a very lackluster of human... Or of life experience, I should say. Right? And for being mm -hmm. around 100 years... I guess if you're in high school for 100 years, that's... <laughs> It would kill you in on the inside, literally. Yeah, I guess you can't expect much from someone. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so then the van, the van crash happens, where he's across the parking lot, and um, someone almost hits Bella with the van, and he, like, reaches rip. He, like, runs across, and it's like, <laughs> and saves her. <laughs> you know, there's that TikTok going around, what's the best five seconds of cinematic history? <laughs> Is that you what make... <laughs> You need to make a TikTok of that. <laughs> oh golly. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> So he saves her and then proceeds to gaslight her. Yes. She's like, How'd you get across the parking lot so fast? He's like, What do you mean I was right next to you? And she's like, Oh uh, no, you were you were on the way on the other side. And he's like <laughs> Oh, really? Well, no one's going to believe you. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's like, after, okay, I just have to say, like, there are so many exchanges that he's being a total asshole to her. Mm -hmm. And so few, like, any exchange where he's being, like, somewhat nice to her is, like, the smallest amount of kindness. Right. Like, right. hidden the under minimal. layers of, like abuse and like yeah lies yeah. and manipulation and like honestly i get it i get why she falls in love <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh i'm all ooh my type <laughs> i mean why do you think all these females were so gung-ho i'm like oh please oh say something mean to me edward <laughs> Oh, Ooh, unhealthy. But anyways, mm -hmm. so then they're on the field trip and she like, she trips and he like grabs her arm and is like, oh my God, can you please like try to watch where you're looking every once in a while? You stupid, <laughs> ugly bitch. Oh my God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and then he's so like, forceful. oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm rude. But I just think it's the only way to get through to you. <laughs> Uh, please please daddy don't pull out <laughs> my dear that bit is not in the book okay not mean um, oh god so she's like oh my god you're so mean to me do you want to go on a beach trip with us <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he's all please come maybe yeah i'd love to come and then doesn't show up and then does and then doesn't text her that he's not gonna show up just like totally um what's that word <laughs> stood up ghosted yeah <laughs> oh goodness i love you 
Then forget it. <laughs> um, so then she's in the dress shop with her friends looking for prom dresses. And she's like, actually, you guys are kind of boring. I'm going to go to the bookshop. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> and so That's she goes right. to the bookshop. And because she's dumb and is, like, walking around a city by herself in the middle of the night and, like, abandons her friends, she gets jumped walking by a bunch Walking down of an alley, guys. too. She decides to cut down an alleyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my... I was Luckily, always her- told never. <laughs> I... Who has, like... Has she ever seen a movie? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or her mom about- is kind. Of, her mom is supposed to be dumb too. But the way that <laughs> women are portrayed in this book as just like dumb and stupid and clumsy and needing like some a kind rescue. of a masculine. She needs outsource. a vampire or a werewolf or a mummy to come save her all the time. Like a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking gnome or an imp would be great. Like, like every a, once in a while, like Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> just any Frodo. mythical creature can some mythical Save creature come me. help this poor like clumsy stupid woman like a normal man is not gonna cut it because she's that dumb and stupid and clumsy yeah like yeah could you imagine stephanie meyer writing like some kind of centaur porn or something like uh <laughs> she said saying. that she wrote this because she had a dream about vampires so you know who knows what dreams she has in the future centaurs are i'm, next I'm here for it she I'm had an alien it. she had an alien book <gasps> oh that's right i forgot <laughs> yeah <gasps> which i know nothing about but anyway so edward now is not only lying to her gaslighting her um physically grabbing her and pushing her around but now we also find out that he's stalking her because he saves her from these guys. Luckily, he was stalking her because if she didn't have a stalker, no one would have been there to save her. Yep. <laughs> 100%. She would have been dead, dead grass Yikes. at that point. Yikes. But here we are. So he saves her and then he's like so mad. He's like, oh, those guys, they wanted to do such horrible things to you. I'm so mad and driving so fast. And she's like, Oh my god. Slow down. Slow down. And he's like, you need to distract me. Talk about something else. Like, this is a 16-year-old. This is a 17-year-old child. You are a 100-year-old man. Why does she have to calm you down and distract you in this situation? You should be the, like... You know she's why? She's the one who was just being attacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. And now you're, like, making... You're putting her in this situation where she's, like... First of all, you've never been nice to her. She doesn't know you that well. Mm. This still is like April or something. Like you've known each other for a few weeks at this point. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so Bella knows what she wants. <laughs> Bella. <laughs> or does she? When you know, you know. You know, when it's true love, you just know. You just know you know. No, no, you know. When you know it's a vampire, you know. <laughs> so she so she actually does know that he's a vampire because those books that she, she got at the bookstore luckily told her that he's a vampire. So she sure. like she and him end up in the middle of the woods together. Uh and she's like confronting him about being a vampire, but not looking oh, at him. Yeah. She's like staring into the woods and he's like 10 feet behind her and she's like 
how long have you been 17? <laughs> he's like, mm, longer than you, oh, bitch. <laughs> She's like, how old are you? And he's like, old enough to party. <laughs> if Twilight was made in 2021. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so then she's like, he's like, you don't understand. I want to kill you. And she's all, okay, I love you. <laughs> he's like, okay, but I want to kill you. And she's all, I trust you. Red flag, like number 18. Girl. Here we are. There are so many red flags. It's like a red flag factory in this book. Okay. This is where they were manufactured. Yeah. So anyways, now that they've been dating for two weeks, um, she's a part of the family. And the Cullens are like, all right, we have this human. Now let's all take care of her. Here comes the human. <laughs> they're, oh, like, boy. they're like, Edward has had a girlfriend for two weeks. They, we, we cannot mess this up. <laughs> They're like, that boy has been lonely for a hundred years and he finally has a girl. Nobody do anything to mess this up. Yes. <laughs> She's part of the family forever. Like, could you imagine? Oh my God. <laughs> could you imagine? No. So now um, now that she's part of the family, Edward has the right to sneak in her room while she's sleeping and watch her. Yeah. Beautiful. Because that's sane. That's that's what you do. So she wakes up and's like, oh, my God, you're watching me sleep. And he's all, mm, it's just the thing I do. And she's all, well, come here, big boy. Let's cuddle. <laughs> he's all, careful, I might drink blood. And she's all, okay. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> um. So, so now that she's part of the family and he gets to watch her sleep, they also get to go play baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as they're playing baseball, <clears throat> see, vampires can only play baseball during a thunderstorm because it's so loud and they're so <laughs> strong and so powerful that when they hit the baseball, it sounds exactly like thunder. It doesn't sound like a really, really big baseball hitting a bat. It just sounds <laughs> exactly like thunder. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a really loud, like, hit. Crack or nothing. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> An act of nature is what it sounds like. <laughs> um, it oh. sounds like God bowling when these vampires play baseball. <laughs> God bowling? <laughs> Oh, that's Did a great metaphor. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? Did you ever, like, say that when it was thunderstorm? No! Be like, oh, it's God bowling. At least the kids at my school. <laughs> I was too afraid of thunder and lightning, so I, I, was the, I was the kid in the corner reading a book. The kids on my <laughs> block would cool. be like, oh, when it's thundering, it's God playing um, bowling. And just regular rain was just God peeing on us. That's that oh, was yeah, the rule on God our block. God peeing on us. Yeah. 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 That I heard for sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'd like Edward to pee on me. Just kidding. <laughs> with the amount of stuff he's like done with Bella, I'm surprised that's not one of his kinks. Honestly, oh. could you? Imagine, I'm just saying. Could you imagine going a hundred years without peeing on somebody? <laughs> <laughs> 
I never want to get that old without having experience <laughs> pissing on someone. <laughs> you haven't lived until it happens. I don't want to reach my golden years without experiencing some golden showers. <laughs> oh. So anyways, they're playing baseball. And oh, yeah, back to that. <laughs> and then... Um, Oh, I forgot to mention, in Forks, there have been a lot of people going missing. And they Mm -hmm. thought that it was like animal attacks. But they find out while they're playing baseball that it's really these three, like, um, like, nomad. Did you say nomad at the same time as me? We might have, yeah. (gasps) (gasps) I was thinking. We're sinking. Yeah, we're sinking. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So these like nomad vampires that wander around, and it's Lamont or Laurent, La- Laurent, Laurent, James mm-hmm. and Victoria. Who mm-hmm. James and Victoria are lovers in the vampire world? They might pass as siblings. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Adopted siblings. <laughs> I know. What are you doing, stepbrother? <laughs> so james is like a hunter so some vampires have like special skills by the way so like oh that's something i forgot to mention edward can read everyone's (laughs) mind except bella's that's why he's obsessed with her Mm -hmm. and he loves her smell so much that's why he's obsessed with her (laughs) so they're meant to be he gets to stalk her and hit her and you know stuff like that yeah (laughs) so so Alice can read the future. Um, some of who do other ones have? Carlisle's yeah. a doctor. That's like a special power, right? He he's uh, like his insane <laughs> compassion. And how come? Empathy. How come all of them aren't doctors? They've been around for hundreds of years. I know, they should all have a PhD right? by now. Come on, Cullen. You would think you guys are all in high school and you have ten high school diplomas, and not one of you have a PhD. Yeah. That's embarrassing, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> Twilight's getting roasted tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> Bella's getting roasted. We're all, tonight. and at the end, it gets ten flicks. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Just wait until the end. I've got a great story. I can't wait. Um, so, so, James is special power is he's like a really good hunter. That's, mm-hmm. like, his thing. He can track anybody. He's, like, totally, like, his skills are, like, above, like, Simone Biles' expertise level of, like, <laughs> like top, um, like, goat level hunter yeah. he is, right? Yep. Um, <clears throat> he's not a goat hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he's the goat. He's the goat hunter. Hunters. <laughs> of human hunters. <laughs> yes. Um, and so he decides that after Edward, so he sees Bella and it's like, oh, a human's with them playing baseball. I'm going to eat her. And Ed, Edward's like, oh, how dare you? I love her. <laughs> Don't you dare touch her. He's like, sorry, sorry, Bella, that I'm so angry all the time. I just have to protect you. 
<laughs> and then he's like, oh, actually, the way I reacted made James really mad, and now he definitely is going to kill you. Yeah. So, so I huh, I wonder, Edward, if you were able to control yourself a little bit more, uh, if maybe this whole situation wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you just keep doing what you're doing because you're right, Edward. <laughs> I hate it. Um, so then the hunt is on dun, 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 and they they rush Bella out of the field and they're like co- trying to come up with this plan Bella's like he's gonna go get my dad we gotta save Charlie which yeah true like that's like yeah like save the innocent like that's man. a legit um like concern right because obviously mm-hmm. he, the first place he's gonna go is he's gonna follow her set and it's gonna take it right back to her house so of course he's going to see her dad and stuff so they have to like lead him away from forks so what they do is they she goes and she pretends to be all mad at edward it's like oh my god we broke up dad i'm leaving right now i'm moving back to arizona and no one can stop me and then she Goes all, gets all her stuff and leaves. But as they're doing this, um, Alice gets a vision that James catches onto their plan and, and, um, start, like, changes his course. And so now Mm -hmm. she can't see where he's going. Um, but she sees that he ends up in a room full of mirrors. (laughs) And so she's, like, drawing and she's, like, not looking at her paper, like, Alice's special skills not only is seeing the future, but she has a second special skill, which is she is like the number one census sketch player when you do cranium because she can look up and draw and have the picture be like completely perfect. And like her skill level is like above any like human, like that's a vampire level skill of being able to draw and looking up because (laughs) she drew drew this like perfect um like ballet studio without looking at the paper the lines and the dimensions are like exact she didn't even use a ruler you guys this is talent (laughs) it's just straight talent (laughs) my Um, alice (laughs) um and james ends up (laughs) so (laughs) bella's like oh my gosh that's my old dance studio in phoenix And so James um, ends up, they find out he's in Phoenix. He calls Bella and um, she hears her mom's voice being like, oh my God, Bella, where are you? Where are you? And she's like, mom, I'm going to go save you. And he's like, "Uh, come alone. No vampires allowed. And so she's like, okay, I'm coming. This girl, why are you so dumb? I know. I know. (laughs) I know. Okay, I'm coming with no vampires like he can't read minds he can't read the future his skill is hunting why would you go without vampires they can hide anyway (laughs) so she like escapes from like alice and jasper who were her babysitters and goes and meets james and she's in this immaculate like sistine chapel level dance studio i'm sorry that was not your dance studio when you were six in Phoenix. That dance yeah. studio is like, that's <laughs> like, that's like in New York or something. It's, that's it's like in beautiful. New York or something. It's like gorgeous. Right. That dance studio put the Abby Lee dance company to shame. <laughs> <laughs> 
straight up. <laughs> it was beautiful. That um, whole entire building. And it's a shame because it is ruined. It gets destroyed. Yeah. It is a Even cathedral burned. of a dance studio. These arched ceilings, the mirrors that go up like 60 feet high. Right. It's beautiful, but you know, James starts throwing her Bella all around the room. She hits her head. He bites her arm. And then the Cullens come and save her. She like, Edward has some serious anger management problems. In a hundred years of being alive and having a medical professional as a mentor, the fact that you never once saw a therapist or a psychiatrist, like there has to be vampire psychiatrists yeah. out there. Edward, you need help. You need help because he cannot Get control help. his anger at all. Bella yeah. watches him like destroy. And I guess it's because he had that human blood. He's like. Right. That immature. Mm. Vampire. Blood. Young, dangerous. Mm. Mm. So he like rips his James's jugular out with his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's like. ah. And Carlisle's like, Edward, stop. Remember who you are. And Edward's like. <laughs> You're right, father. <laughs> I have to go turn Bella into my sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> so then, like, for some reason, Edward's the only one strong enough to suck the venom out of Bella's arm. And he sucks out the venom... But then after he's done sucking out the venom, there's a little bit of blood in there, too. So he's all, I'm going to get a little snack while I'm at it. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's all, just get a taste. Oh, what if I can't stop? What if I want to kill her so bad that I can't stop killing her? I love her so much. What if I kill her? Dude. Yikes. <laughs> but anyways, he was able to stop himself from killing her. What a gentleman. <laughs> and she ended gentleman. up just in the hospital. And just. he was like, he was like, Bella, I'm too dangerous. You have to go back to Phoenix. And she's like, baby, you only snacked on my blood for a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> you can have a little snack. You are hungry. Like, it's not my fault. I have such tasty blood. <laughs> Let's go to prom. So Yay. they go to prom. And as they're dancing... She has one last conversation of, like, trying to convince him to turn her into a vampire. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he was like, why do you, Why can't you just grow old with me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this whole situation is so dumb because Edward is so selfish, first of all, to be like, um, I'm the only one who gets to stay hot and 17 for our whole lives. You, you should get old. <laughs> But I think his plan's going to backfire because if she gets much older, she's actually going to wisen up and realize that everything he's been doing is kind of yeah. like treating her really bad. And she would just break up with him and leave right. him if she actually right. became a, ever became a woman. Um, <laughs> so he... <laughs> like, being a naive little child is kind of the only way you can do these things and the girl still fall in love with you. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can speak so she's like experience. turn me turn me into a vampire I'm already 17 every day I get closer to death please daddy <laughs> please daddy <laughs> she's like I'm gonna be such an old hag <laughs> I'm 17 already like oh my god 
<laughs> and he's like, let's just dance. And he's like, oh, you want to turn into a vampire? And he like leans in really close to her neck and like kisses her on the neck. And then I'm like, oh my God. That's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. The end. (laughs) Wow. To be continued. (laughs) Yes, to be continued. So that's Twilight, the part one of the Twilight saga. Did you read the books? I read the books, yeah. Okay. I read the books in high school. Did you feel the same way when you were reading the books? No. So when I was 16, 17 reading the books, I was like, oh my God, Edward, I love Edward so much. Right? Right? Like, I just want, so I just want someone to protect me. Ugh. I just want someone to love me as so much that they want to sneak into my room and watch me sleep. At and night. watch me sleep all night. Which is why, like I said, when you're 16, like when for Bella, yeah, that works. But if she grew up anymore, like she probably wouldn't like Edward that much anymore. Because now, at, like, seriously watching this movie, like, go back and, I, I didn't, I swear, there are more times that he's just straight up mean to her oh, than yeah, any time that he's doing anything that would make her fall in love with him. So how does she fall in love? Like, by the point that she's like, oh my god, I love you, in the movie, I'm like, how like at what like where where did did you get there where did you start having romantic Mm -hmm. feelings for him because there was nothing it was really hard for me to buy like just as a movie itself it was just hard for me to buy that character like getting to a point to fall in love with edward because he was so awful to her for so long that it's like it just makes no sense there was no point he bought her dinner one time and by the way right when he was at dinner with her, he was like, oh, I can read minds and telling her that everyone in the restaurant only thinks about sex or money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is so dumb. Like, that yeah. pretty bad. Bella, you're special. You're the only one in the world who doesn't think about sex or money. I'm sorry. Humans are much more complicated than that, Stephanie Meyer. The whole world doesn't just have that one thing on their mind. Like, oh, my <laughs> God. Mm. I guess Bella's just different. Mm, I guess she's just different, you know? Yeah. I, I, it's It's just like, because I, I see the points that you're making and I'm, I'm still that like, God, what I was 14 when I read Twilight. I was so gullible. I was for it. I was with it. And then like, as I got older, because I, like I said, I just watched all the whole series (laughs) like a month ago, two months Uh ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the directive, like decisions they made, I was so upset about. But not only that, then reading Midnight Sun, I was like, whoa, (laughs) I see why Stephanie Meyer did not want to release Midnight Sun because it just makes Edward out to be this absolute creep. And like... (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it because I'm I'm weird like that. Like you know, it's mm-hmm. it's like a weird uh, call it a fetish if you want. I don't care. But like that's probably what it is. It's like that daddy issue. Like some protect me. Oh my god. Oh, um, I totally feel that. Like so, no, I'm still was, like gullible. I was to saying it. it as a joke earlier, but no. But if there are true. any guys out yeah. there that want to protect me, like hit me up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
Yes. What would you rate it? What would you rate the movie? The movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would seriously. <laughs> okay. <gasps> Solely for its like. <laughs> like okay. I'm gonna give it two different ratings. One, the first okay. one is for its like entertainment value. Okay. Um, which it's gonna get um like for entertainment and rewatch, I'd give it a ten out of ten flicks. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. But as far as like actual like is it a good movie? Three. I'm giving it a three out of ten. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But rewatch value skyrocket Solid. through the roof. Like, yes. What I, about you? Uh, I think I'd have to give the movie a flat two out of ten flicks. I hated the direction. <laughs> it was so bad. I hated it. I hated it. Um, I give the first books of all ten out of ten. Easily. I love, like, those books. I love them. I loved the books as I read them. I feel like as if I were to go back and read it now as an adult, I might have a different opinion on reading them just because I don't think Edward's that much different. From the Um, movie to the book, yeah. But also just this movie, there's no other movie that makes me hate love so much because it's like, Mm -hmm. you really going to use love as, a as an excuse factor. to put up with all of this shit, mm-hmm. like, mm, girl, that is sad, and I don't know. Yeah, like Stephanie, <laughs> I hope your husband isn't like Edward. I hope he doesn't treat her the way Edward. Yeah, I just had that thought, and like, yikes. Mm. Like and once like Bella the, tur- the gets only- turned into a vampire, she he's not that way, you know. Jacob anymore. is like really nice to her. He is and loves her, and then she has a baby, and he's like, "Oh wait, never mind. I never loved you. It was just the just egg. Kidding. I loved your egg, and then now I love your baby." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> anyway, but that's <laughs> in another movie. That's a that was a good movie to pick, my friend. <laughs> So good. Yeah, I feel like we got it. We released a lot. Yeah, I think we had to get that off our chest. So great. All right. Are we ready for the click? Yes, let's do it. Let's move on. Oh, sorry. I'm nervous. Oh, wait. This is. Let me me pour my tea. Fair. Let me grab some water. Okay. So this week's click is Final Fantasy X. They have a total of 15 games out, but 10 is my favorite. I know. Okay, when you say they have 15 games out, are you including the Kingdom Hearts games, or do those count completely separate? Uh, I count them separately just because they don't have, like, they're not the, the Final line. Fantasy name. Yeah, they're they're not in the plot line and in, like, um, okay. the general <clears throat> Because series, yeah. the Kingdom Hearts game is the only experience I have with the Final Fantasy world. Fair. That's fair. So I am excited to hear. I watched some videos on it, but I am a complete novice to this world and to these characters. So I'm super excited. I am too. Um, 
gonna try to make this as quick as I can because it's a very long game and I leave a lot of stuff out just for the simple fact that like not as important to get the story across you know what I mean mm -hmm. so <clears throat> it was released in 2001 on the PS2 and I believe it was one disc I had the original I think it was just one disc and they had a budget of 32 million dollars can you believe that that's yeah. more than Space Sweepers. That's more than <laughs> Space Sweepers. That's, that's why I put that in there. Because I was like... <gasps> and this was 2001. What it said was in 2021 it'd be $50 million. Mm. But Okay. But uh, it's a oh Japanese gosh. RPG role-playing game. It is turn-based fighting, which a lot of people especially native to, like, the beginning parts of Final Fantasy, loved. Mm -hmm. It was the last game to have uh, turn-based fighting in. Mm. And a lot of people also really hate the turn-based fighting. So um, Final Fantasy X was the mm -hmm. first one since the first since the first game that had turn-based fighting? Is that what you said? Or did I, no, mis this, did I um, misunderstand that? The Final Fantasy X is the last game to have the turn-based fighting system like all the other Final Fantasies before it. They um, all were turn-based and then mm -hmm. until 11. Correct. Oh, Correct. interesting. I like turn-based. Um, yeah. And and I feel like it's a good strategy game. And also you can take time to think about it. So yeah. I enjoy yeah. that. Um, <clears throat> and it was also... Final Fantasy X was the first uh, Final Fantasy game to feature full voice acting and complete uh, 3D world, which I thought was super cool because all the games prior had minimal to no voice acting whatsoever. The first oh. Final Fantasy game or like the first game? The first um, of the Final Fantasy of, of the Final Fantasy series. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, so in the beginning of the game, when you started up, you start and you see um, it's it, what we call is a cutscene. So it's, it's where the cinematics really take over and it's a very beautiful shot and it's not like the typical gameplay you see. So that's what a cutscene mm -hmm. is. You mm -hmm. start with a band of <laughs> the band of people <clears throat> that you end up meeting throughout the game, but they um, you get this like panned shot of them all sitting around a campfire and all of their weapons kind of, Symbol symbolically like gathered in a, in the center, just kind of all sticking up out of the ground. Uh-huh. And um and it's at sunset and Titus gets up from the party and walks over kind of just to stare off at the sunset and he goes, Listen to my story. This may be our last chance. And that's how it starts. And then continues to go into kind of the preface of like what the meat of the beginning of this game is. Mm -hmm. So he's on a boat. It, it cuts from that scene and it goes on to um, him on a boat with a bunch of screaming fans asking for his autograph because he's a big blitzball player. Which blitzball is like a mixture of like soccer and basketball and this whole thing. But they play underwater. It's like which the is sport cool. of their... World. Yeah, they're like, yeah, of Spira. It's like they're baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very big. And um, so you get this preface of him being a huge Blitzball player. And then it starts. <laughs> then you then you get this beautiful cinematic scene of him sitting in the waiting water, just like waiting to go out into the beginning of the field. 
and uh, and play the game. And <clears throat> you play the Blitzball game and you kind of see like ins and outs of this character who's wearing a red robe coming in and out of the scene. And then you start to see this big ball of water start to form um, just outside of the city where they're playing Blitzball. Tita sees this ball forming and everybody panics and runs. They just run for the hills. He ends up um, getting out of the arena and meeting up with the guy in the red robe whose name is Oron. And um, he knows Titus because he was his dad's friend. Titus is dad's friend. Okay. But they go on and they, you know, they're going through this ravaged city of chaos while this big ball of water with a whale-like enemy in it is sitting. It's like floating or it's like on the water? It's like floating. It's it's floating. Everything's like gravitating towards it. It's like its own entity at this point. Okay. It's, yeah. It's strange. This whole game is strange, but I love it. So. <laughs> Um, so they, they continue on once they meet up, they go through the ravaged town to, uh, go try to defeat whatever this, like, giant orb of water is. So, come to find out, along their escapades of running and trying to defeat this thing, Oron is telling Titus, hey, this orb is Sin, and Sin is... Basically, this giant whale, this disgusting whale that wreaks havoc on mm -hmm. all of this world that is Spira. And so it I have comes a question. Of, mm -hmm, go for is it. Is it Sin spelled like S-I-N or like S-Y-N? S-I-N. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Sin and it's like a sea monster? Yeah. Yeah, that's at least that's what I attribute it to look like. It's not really. Okay. Yeah. That's just the best way to explain it. But it's like it's own, like it's just looks different. It's like a weird yeah. monster. Yeah, it's a it's like a whale. It's got like a pointed head. It's weird. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> all right, daddy, send daddy. <laughs> um, so. Oron's trying to explain that this is sin and this is uh, this is something that needs to be defeated and killed and um, it's bad, okay? And it's bad, okay? It's bad, okay? And okay. Oron's saying a bunch of off-the-wall <laughs> random shit. Like, things that you're like, bro, like, I know you're trying to tell me something, but, like, makes sense. So he's doing that also the whole time. And, um... They make their way through a bunch of fiends, make their way up to Sin, and Sin's got a butthole, okay? He's got a butthole hovering over them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it a butthole. I don't know if that's his butthole. <laughs> but a blowhole? I've got a blowhole. A blowhole. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. So Oron goes over to the butthole. Looks up at it and he goes, Are you sure? And he looks at Titus and Titus is like, oh, What? And like, and he pulls Titus over and he's like, Gosh, what does he say? Um, he's just like, Oh, th this is your story or something. Yates him into <laughs> he's the like, fucking butthole. This is my first time. <laughs> 
This is my first rodeo, okay? Go easy. <laughs> Go easy. So he yeets him and Oron himself into the butthole and, you know, into so he, like, and beyond. He jumps into, he throws him and jumps yeah. in. Yeah. They both just, yep. There's only one way to defeat the beast from inside. It's true. <laughs> Through the butthole. Through the butthole. Um, and <laughs> mind you, uh, Titus, Titus's father, his name is Jekt. So Oron is Jekt's best friend. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a Got quick it. little scene of Titus, like, talking to his dad. His dad's a fucking asshole. He's calling him, like, a crybaby. He's, like, doing the typical d- dad shit that, you know, is not okay. Just, like, mm-hmm. telling him to buck up and man up. Dads do better. Come on. <sighs> do better. Come on. Don't be a fucking butthole of sin here. Okay? <laughs> you are a butthole of sin. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, after this whole spiel, this whole emotional spiel, uh, Titus wakes up in some ruins and he gets captured by Albed. And Albed is just this, um, this race of people who speak a different language. They can speak English, too. But they use uh, forbidden machina. So, machinery. They use forbidden machines. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And the whole world sphere is supposed to be known for not using machines because that's what pisses sin off. You use mm. machines and sin's like, hey, I don't like that. You know? And then it creates a ripple effect, you know? So he's like against progression. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or power. Or like any you kind know? of technology, like moving right. forward or anything. Interesting. Interesting. Right. And um, so once he gets captured by the Albed, they bring him onto their ship and they're speaking this different language. And then one of the Albed takes her uh, helmet off and it's Riku. Riku's a pivotal character. Um, And she's cute. She's got this little like short blonde hair. She's got green eyes with little swirls in it. She's my favorite character, by the way. Um, But you meet her briefly and she's just kind of like, going along with this ride of like Titus is just a pawn in the game it, it feels mm-hmm. really weird this like little transition point but um Titus brings up to Riku he's like hey I'm a Xanarkand blitzball player and she's like Xanarkand died like that that happened a thousand years ago like who are you oh. like the air so nomads. he uh-huh he's and like the he last said that he yeah, I know. <laughs> Stop. I just started watching Legend of Korra. Ugh. Love it. I know. I, I want to live in I that world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Um, and oh, she was we should like, do well, that it- movie. That would be a funny movie to do. I'm down. I'm so down. God, I haven't anyway, watched anyway. it in forever. <laughs> um, so she's like, it, since you've been around sin, it can mess with your head. It makes you fuzzy. And he was like, oh, okay, got it. And their boat reaches Besaide, which is a beautiful tropical island where you meet Waka, which is another pivotal character. He's kind of like this, like, forgive me. They they made him um, and characterized him with a Hawaiian accent. So he's, I consider like... These people that are on this island Hawaiian because of their um, 
Oh, okay. That's like how it, they. Um, yeah, that's how they're. Even though it's like a fantasy world, that's like the culture they were like based off right. of. Right. Okay. They're like islanders. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and there's uh, there was a brief meeting with Waka. Again, Titus brings up that he's a Xanarkin blitzball player. And Waka's like, oh my god, we play Blitzball too. <laughs> and then Titus is like, oh, Xanarkin. And he was like, no, bro, a thousand years ago, like that blew up. Just to reiterate. <laughs> how did he, how is he still <clears throat> playing it from a thousand years ago? How did he? That That's the thing. Did it's he get like, frozen in an iceberg? No, he just, he showed up on, after he went through the butthole of sin, he came out into these ruins where he was you know, he went through a few little trials and then got captured by the Albed. So Ricky. it was all going through. It was because he went through the butthole. Sin's butthole. Yeah. Wow. I know. I know. Buttholes be wild, man. Buttholes. It'll really do a number on you. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, they mentioned that there's a temple on Besaid where a summoner comes to pray to the faith at this temple. And they receive an Aeon from this temple. And an Aeon is like a a creature slash monster that you get to summon and control in battle. Basically what that is. And uh, so they go there. And Yuna's been, uh, Yuna is this character, uh, an apprentice summoner that has gone into the temple and hasn't come out yet. So Waka's kind of like freaking out because Waka and... um, the girl that you meet on Besaid, her name is Lulu. Um, they're both Yuna's guardians. So they're kind of like her bodyguards. Okay. And they're freaking out because Yuna hasn't come out of the temple yet. And then when she does, she just kind of like stumbles out. And they're like, oh my god. And, Yuna's and like, they're like, oh my god, can't you watch where you're walking? <laughs> right but she comes out she comes out and she's like oh oh my god she's like, so sorry, tired so from praying uh, <laughs> and um so much. <laughs> so much um <laughs> um but she she gets her first aeon after this temple um they all kind of get acquainted so lulu and waka all talk to titus and kind of get familiar with each other and um and then they set off on yuna's pilgrimage which is her pilgrimage basically is to defeat sin basically and um her father was a summoner before her and oran Again, the the main guy in the beginning that was talking to Titus mm-hmm. and uh, Titus's father were the guardians of Yuna's father. Okay, so they were all tied together. Yeah, they're all like. So now, okay, so his father was her father's guardian, but he's correct. not her guardian. She has other guardians. Not yet. He she asked him to become her guardian later. <gasps> Spoiler. <laughs> no, it's a really cute game that way, though. I love it that way. Okay. But right now her guardians are Waka and Lulu. Waka and Lulu and... I almost um, said Wawa and Lulu. Wawa and Lulu. (laughs) Wawa and Lulu. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They 
they basically walk a, <coughs> excuse me, ask Titus to um, come play blitz ball with them at this big tournament in um, at the city. And he says, yeah, of course. So they all gather up and they go to go play blitz ball. And um, this, this is just before they start on this pilgrimage with Yuna. And um, they meet... They meet the game... The game asshole, Seymour. You meet him. And he's ugly. I hate him. He is <laughs> a terribly designed character. I, I can't even describe to you what he looks like. He's horrible. Um, who would play him? So I can get an idea of what he looks like. <laughs> I'll come back to you on that because that okay. is a great question, actually. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I'm going to have to think on that. Okay. <laughs> um, but you meet him and he's got this, he's got a very feminine voice, very uh, airy and light. But the way he talks, it's like sultry and like seductive almost. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. I hate it. Like and, creepy, uh, like crawl under your skin. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, well, anyway, Maester Seymour is part of a religious group called Yevin. Um, Yevin is basically the religion that's like, hey, no machines, no forbidden machines. So they're they're the ones that try to defeat sin over and over again to restore the calm, you know. But they're the ones who don't like machines. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of agree with sin. Right. They both right. don't like machines. Right, mm. exactly. So it seems they have more in common than they thought. Maybe they don't need to fight all that. <laughs> Just kidding, right? <laughs> Little do you know. <laughs> this story is just wild. It's crazy. Or did um, I watch a video before? Just kidding. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do know little. I know little do I know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um, but they do, the, they do the Blitzball game, and they end up, you know, you can win it or lose it whatever you choose and um basically seymour has the hots for yuna so after the blitzball game they kind of have a little tidbit you get the vibe that mr seymour wants that ass okay <laughs> wants that. By that. <laughs> um before they start on the pilgrimage yuna then asks oran to join the guardian group and they um they do a bit, little bit of opening up in this scene where Yuna tells, um, kind of just explains herself like, "Hey, I'm half Albed." And here's the thing, Waka is very religious with the Evan, and the Albed are forbidden, you know, in that religion because they use machines. So Waka doesn't know this part technically, but Yuna says she's half Albed on her mom's side. Her mom was Albed. Hmm. That's important later on. Then um, Oren tells Titus that the whole monster sin is Titus's father jacked. And you're like, what? Like, how is sin Titus's father? Like, what? Excuse me? What? Yeah. Yeah, so his father, who was the guard, yeah, mm -hmm. became sin. Became sin. So basically, in the pilgrimage, the the summoner goes to it, their goal is to kill. What happened? He went in his dad's butthole. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm glad you said something because I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh. Yeah, he went in his dad's um, bubble. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why he has a vision of his father right after going into the bubble. It's wild, man. Uh, so they continue on the pilgrimage after they have this conversation, and Yuna tells Titus that when she summons the final Aeon, so once they get towards the end of her pilgrimage to defeat Sin, um, she will have to sacrifice the Aeon in order to defeat Sin. And Titus is so gung-ho, he's like, don't worry, we'll help you, we're gonna party after you defeat Sin, it's gonna be great, it's gonna be so fantastic. And there's so much hope in his voice. And mm-hmm. Yuna's so solemn about it, you know. Because your aeons are like your your pets. Like, they're they're important to you. Mm-hmm. Definitely get attached to them. Um, <laughs> it's just so hard for me not to say, he's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cogged! <laughs> uh, so... On uh, during their during the line of pilgrimage, um, they also find out that Seymour now supports the Machina to destroy Sin, which goes against his teachings. Right? You're like, why the fuck? First of all, oh, okay. Yeah. So now they want to use. So he's well, like, yeah, use that to de- to S- defeat him. Seymour, yes, he's specifically. He's like, oh, we'll just use machines. We'll just try it. Hmm. And yeah, it's it's I know it's it's a little off the rocker. That's suspicious. That's weird. <laughs> and it anyway, that whole support system turned into a brigade of people lining up on the seashore with machines to kill Sin. Sure enough, Sin shows up, and that's because it's like basically like yeah, a lure You're summoning like a him. It's like oh hey, everybody, come bring all your best like. <laughs> Right. Bring your children. Bring, bring your, your best. Right. Right. So, yeah, they, they used a bunch of machines and sure enough, Sin shows up, kills mostly everyone. That's fancy. And uh, Yuna, because she is a summoner, the, the good thing about her is that she can take. So once these people die, they have lingering souls. And those souls, eventually, if they're not sent to... The far plane, which is, you know, basically the other world. Heaven. Yeah. Okay. Um, they can kind of conjure themselves to look like normal walking humans and fine. And But if they... Oh. Yeah. But she knows a bunch of people. It was a huge casualty. She does a summon... Or, sorry, does a prayer and starts to send them to the far plane. Which is really sad. That that whole like scene is horrible because you have to go around and you'll see a bunch of dead people. It's really sad. Ugh, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. And then after the casualty, they uh, they get to a point where they have to ride a large dinosaur that's called a shoe puff. It's really cute. It's like a long neck mixed with like an elephant. It's really cute. Aww. Yeah. But you get on this little basket on the shoe puff and you take it across the lake. That's how you get to the other side of the, um, basically the trail that you're following. And um, sure enough, that gets overrun by Albed, surprisingly. 
And Yuna gets captured. And they're all freaking out. And eventually they meet up onto the other shore, the other side. <clears throat> and Yuna's kind of like deployed off onto the um, onto the beach. And then the Albed step up. Sure enough, it's Riku. She's like, hi. I'm making an appearance again. And we're like, oh my god. Titus is like, yay. Like, I love you. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> And um, unbeknownst to most of the party, Riku is Yuna's cousin. Albed, remember? Yuna's half Albed. On her mother's side. Her mother's side. On her mother's side. (laughs) So, fast forward a little bit. uh, Seymour proposes to Yuna after they reach the grotto, like the, the little area he lives. It's nasty. It's gross. I was going to say, yeah, Mm. yes, nasty. So he proposes to her and she's like, I got to think on this. I'll get back to you. Um, She goes and consults her dead parents because she goes into this little like time warp spot and they go through and you can talk to your dead family. And they're like, just do it. So she accepts his proposal. I don't know why he's disgusting. And um, uh, after she accepts, Titus is talking to the rest of the party and he's like, but I love her. And you're like, I figured I. Come on now. Um, One person I forgot love. to mention. You love do what? Anything for love. You got to do you anything would. for love. <laughs> I've completely skipped over Kamari. Kamari's this cat um, kind of like like lion-esque uh kind of character Mm -hmm. completely skipped over him my bad (laughs) he's definitely in the guardian party by the way (laughs) he's got a little cut off horn but he looks like a cat in the face and then he's like super built super ripped okay um he's definitely dead set on protecting yuna um so after he proposes she accepts blah 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 Seymour randomly, like, just decides to fight them and is like, hey, we're fighting now. And they're like, okay. We're fighting. (laughs) So they defeat him, of course. He doesn't, he, he doesn't, he dies, but he walks away. Seymour? So, mm -hmm. or Seymour. So he dies. He's technically an unsent at this point. So he's a walking dead man. You know what I mean? So, so he's you know like we're the kind to... of person who um, didn't go to the far plains yeah. when he died. Mm-hmm. He can... Mm-hmm. can... Ooh. Mm-hmm. I knew there was something up with that guy. Right? right. I knew there was something up with that guy. I just that guy didn't know what. That guy is a little weird. <laughs> Let me make sure I'm not missing a page. Good lord. Good lord. I'm almost done, though. (laughs) That's good. Okay. So, fast forward. After they fight Seymour, they're like, okay, bye. We're going to continue the pilgrimage. They arrive at Riku's home city, which is in the desert. Like, barren desert. And they come up over the crest of the hill and see that her entire, like, homeland is being destroyed. And... Um, in this time, because they kind of got like transported off of the pilgrimage 
into this little oasis and Yuna was missing. They didn't know where she went. Mm. Um, technically, the Albed took her because they're trying to protect her from killing herself at the end of the, you know, the pilgrimage or at least hurting herself, you know. And um, so once they arrive to her town, Riku confesses that ultimately Yuna will die. Like, regardless, she's going to die at the end of her pilgrimage, and mm-hmm. they've been trying to prevent her from killing herself. Yeah. She's um, going to sacrifice herself. She's going to sacrifice herself. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it. I'm trying. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. <sighs> and Rika's been trying to kidnap her this whole time, which is why they've been ambushed by Albed numerous times. And um, they couldn't save the city. It ends up completely crashing around them. But luckily, Riku's dad has an airship, so they hop into a pew-pew ship. And they go into the air. (laughs) And they're safe. Just the rest of the Albed all died. So, that was not good. And her dad's name is Sid. Sid, if you don't already know, Sid is a very common name used in any Final Fantasy game. (laughs) <laughs> Every single Final Fantasy game, there's a Sid. It's <sighs> it's like Josh. Everyone's yeah. named Sid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they think Yuna is being held captive by Seymour now at this point, because they didn't find her at the Albed's place. So they rush in the airship to go find her, and they go back to the city where Seymour was, uh, Bevel. And they crash their wedding. <laughs> they get it. They see, they're in the ship and they see literally Yuna and Seymour walking up to the altar together. Like, oh And when you say Yuna. crash the wedding, you mean they actually crash their ship into the literally. wedding? <laughs> literally. They crash the wedding. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's pretty spot on. I think they like do some damage, you know? <laughs> But uh, but yeah, they go up to stop Seymour and stop the marriage, and they cause a bunch of ruckus. Yuna's like standing, like for some reason, they're uh-huh. on the the highest pillar in the city, like it's it's all the way up in the sky, mm-hmm. and Yuna's standing at the edge of her her altar, and she just goes back and like flings herself back and falls off the altar to avoid she's being going to sacrifice to herself. <laughs> Not me! Not Yo! Me. Yo! <laughs> Damn it, I knew it was coming. I knew I had to say it. Wait, wait, what is. <laughs> Once I make my move, then yes. you're free to check the king. <laughs> no, Rob, <Robert>, can't! <laughs> there must be another way! <laughs> oh, so. She falls. No, Every, Rob, everybody no. <laughs> no. You can't. Sorry, sorry. They go and save her, or they try to. They're like running and scrambling to go get her. But her Aeon comes. She summons her Aeon like mid-fall. And her Aeon Smart. comes and swoops her up. Yeah. Super fucking She had a plan moment. the whole time. Right, right. She knew. Um, so <clears throat> After her Aeon saves her, guess what? What? Seymour attacks the party again. 
Okay, you're gonna get real tired of hearing that. Um, after double crossed him, <laughs> yeah. After they defeat him a second time, <laughs> they move on. Uh, they go into this woody area, and Titus is like, basically, like you know, I love you. And they have this beautiful kissing scene in the woods, and it mm-hmm. is. It's a cut scene and it's stunning. It's beautiful. Oh, just. Mwah. And she's like, Brent. how long have you been? <laughs> oh, fuck. He's like, a thousand years. <laughs> a thousand years. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I hit my elbow, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so uh, after they have this beautiful romantic scene. Guess what happens again? Seymour attacks again. He's <laughs> back stronger than ever. And you're like, fuck no off. Way. No way. No way. And Titus is um, Titus is told in a dream that he has that everyone um, that has come in contact with Sin. So Oron, uh, Yuna's dad, <clears throat> Unaleska, Seymour, like mm-hmm. all these characters, not not including Yuna. Riku and Waka and all them. <clears throat> but Oron specifically, that they're all just a fucking dream. They're all alive because Sin. <sighs> they, yeah, it's, uh, let me just explain it that way. It's going to get complicated if I, do, I try to okay. do it otherwise. It's just a dream. Joe, wow. Titus is just a dream, like Oron and all of them. Okay? So his dad's butthole is a dream. It's a dream. It like he didn't actually go through his butthole, <laughs> but he's not dreaming. <laughs> he's no. dreaming of his dad's no, butthole. No, he's yes, correct. So basically, what's happening? Who's dreaming? Are these um, are these what they're they're called faith, and they're kind of like these higher heavenly beings kind of if if you want to use okay. them that way like angels or yeah um, yeah or like <clears throat> they're like angels or like and, the fates like the three fates uh no definitely more like angels like okay, like okay. cuz there's a bunch of them oh, okay, um, okay oh no i guess it could be fates i see i see what you're saying um but yeah they're all dreaming and titus and oron and all of them are just player parts okay <clears throat> and uh, at the end of his little uh uh little what's the word i'm looking for flash flash scene here uh-huh um they revisit the scene that was in the very beginning of the game where they're all the team is just sitting down around a campfire at sunset and they replay that entire scene which is <laughs> very sweet and so the final leg of the pilgrimage you have to meet this lady called unaleska she's literally lady unaleska that's seymour's mother okay she's the big bitch she's the big honcho at the end of the road that you have to defeat Mm. to push yourself to get through sin okay she's a bitch and um (laughs) once they reach her she's like hey (laughs) you need to sacrifice one of your guardians (laughs) he's going to sacrifice himself (laughs) I wrote it 
it. I wrote like sacrifice is enlarged. It's huge. Oh lord. Um, and do you want to stop Snape from getting that stone or not? <laughs> oh shit. And uh, so. What plays here is Oron is reliving the time when he was with Yuna's dad and they came across Unaleska. Jacked, Titus's father, sacrificed himself in this situation. Mm-hmm. So that's why he is sin, because mm-hmm. he sacrificed himself. But in this situation, in a day and age, like this new day and age, Yuna's like, no, I'm not sacrificing any of you. So we're going to kill you to break Smart. the cycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kill you. So whoever she sacrificed would have became sin. Correct. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yep. Uh, They kill Unaleska, but sin is still very much alive um, because she was just she was just a trial to get to sin. Um, And they realize that sin becomes stunned when this certain hymn. When you just, you know, when you do a little like rim that. spot. Just a little pinky. <laughs> um, when you're singing a hymn into his butthole, he stuns himself. <laughs> and they picked up on it, so they told everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they get right everybody. <laughs> They get everybody to sing the hymn, and it's beautiful, and it's it's getting Sin to ject. It's getting to, Aww. yeah, it, he's kind of, like, lulled by it, you know? Like all the who's down in Whoville. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so sweet. That's so wholesome. Right? I love that. Bit. I love that um, singing is the cure. Right? <laughs> Music is magic. It is very much. This game has beautiful music, by the way. Um, so once they enter Sin's area after being lulled by the hymn, they see Seymour again, and they fight him for the fifth or fourth time. I lost. <laughs> I lost count by this point. They defeat him, of course, thankfully, and Yuna now knows that he's still an unsent. Mm-hmm. That he hasn't gone to the far plane. So she's like, bitch, I'm she's gonna, gonna take my horse to the old town. And she <laughs> sent, him. sent him. Bye. I can't tell you how like relieving it is to just defeat him that last time. Mm-hmm. And um, so they fight the almighty sin. And um, basically what happens in this fight scene is that sin it's Yuna's father, Braska. It's Unaleska. It's a, it's like a whole bunch of entities combined that you uh-huh. have to kill, and um, and in order to kill Sin, you have to use every single Aeon that Yuna had picked up along her pilgrimage. Which is there's extra Aeons in the game, so you mm-hmm. might have like. Ten to sacrifice that and you have gotta to fight them all, mm-hmm. and they all die. And it is oh it's my god, that is evil. It's hard for a game to make you like get all of these companions yeah. and then send them to die one by one. <laughs> I know. No, 
it's sad because she has a cutscene with each of them. Like she like rubs their head is very sweet. Uh, it's just it's hard. If it, it, <laughs> being as young as I was when I played this game, it was rough. And uh, Sin's dead, which is fantastic. And um, after Sin is dead, um, Oron then turns to Yuna and is like, hey, I'm unsent as well. Can you send me back to the far plane? As if killing all of the Aeons wasn't enough, Oron is a really good character. He is, like, an amazing character. So she sends him and she says goodbye. And they're on the... I think I'll miss you most of all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they're on the airship at this point. And Titus is slowly fading away because he's part of the dream sequence. So he's, like, becoming translucent. And Yuna tries to stop him. So even though they're in love, he's just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame. And she runs All the good ones, you know what I mean? All the good ones. (laughs) All the good guys are just dreams. (laughs) (laughs) At least he didn't, like, watch her while she slept, you know? That we know of. Um, (laughs) And he... Can a dream watch you as you sleep? Or is that... (laughs) Did we just break reality? Because that's probably what it feels like. (laughs) Now I'm not going to be able to sleep. (laughs) Uh, or my dreams are going to watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Something, right? Um, so, Titus flies off into the abyss underneath the airship. And uh, they're all really sad. And that's, like, where it stops. And then there's a quick little scene of him waking up at the bottom of the ocean. And swims up to the surface with a giant ass smile on his face. And the game ends. Of the dream? We don't know. Well, yeah. Because there's a, there's a part two of this game. Or maybe uh, him going to... Oh, right, right. Because we're yeah. not getting into part two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it just ends uh, that way. And you, it leaves you wondering. You're like, what Wondering, like, what's what's going to happen? What is, what is he really? And what is his, mm-hmm. like, purpose? Yep. It's it's a really great game and I, I tried to I hope do... they get back together. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. They're they're really they're a really cute little couple. Um I would honestly <clears throat> this game is my all time favorite Final Fantasy game. And I give it an easy nine out of ten clicks because it's so close to my heart. I have to ask a million times. What's like it missing a click for? Because you've given 10 clicks before. I have. Did I give the 10? I gave it to a video game, didn't I? To Mass Effect. Oh, shit. That's right. So do you like this game one less than Mass Effect? (laughs) (laughs) No. The only reason, I think the main reason why I would give it one less point is the graphics. Because it was, it was mm. 2001, like, it, it's so fair. Hard. But, but fair. I, to be fair, I have bought that game on every console it's come out on. Because they've mm. remastered it a bunch of times. But the graphics, yeah, it has to do it for me. I don't feel like I can give a fair rating for this game this time because I didn't play it. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that being said, 
I just based on story alone. <laughs> it's a lot. I know. It's a lot. And there's more. Like I cut out so much shit. <laughs> um Yeah, I'm gonna give it like eleven clicks out of ten. No way. Yeah, because I'm feeling generous. You know, I had a few <laughs> clicks to spare. I had some extra, so I'm just going to throw them toward this one. 11 clicks. Oh. <laughs> Stop. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I love this game so much. <laughs> uh, and it it's well-deserved. Like, I know there's a lot of hype of other Final Fantasy games, but this one is it's really good. Well... <gasps> That concludes this week's episode. Yeah. And thanks for listening slash yeah. watching. Thanks. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. Yes. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you like Twilight or <laughs> Final Fantasy X. If you yes. agree with us, you know, um, <laughs> email us if you have any suggestions or comments or questions or concerns yeah or concerns yeah, yeah. um <laughs> or if you just want to talk you know we're here that's too <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely um, but uh i guess we'll yeah. catch you guys in the next episode yeah we'll see you then all right Bye. Bye. peace peace and love